0: Awesome people, I hope you all having an awesome day. As you've probably seen from the title, we'll be talking about suicide attempt anniversaries and everything surrounding it. So, a trigger warning um, this episode contains um, mentions and references of death, depression, suicide, anxiety, and overdose. So before I start, I would like to say that I usually think of funny titles for episodes and weird ideas but this one is just exactly what it is and what it says so in contrast to our previous episodes this one is a little harder to listen to and what my people might consider as like a very serious topic so if you find any of this really difficult to listen to please don't force yourself, um, you might want to turn back and listen to my other episodes instead. Okay, so um, normally I would start off with like a personal experience related to this topic. However, I want to talk about my um, suicide attempts in the middle of this episode or towards the end because I have to go really carefully around this topic and it'd just be a lot easier if I leave until later. And if you haven't noticed how fluent I am today, that is because I actually have a script or like some writing prepared for this because I'm really afraid I would just mess this up so um if i didn't have a script for this i would just pause a whole lot and it just be really hard to listen to so i usually don't have a script um i would just have like five or six headings written down in my notebook but because of the emotions surrounding everything and this topic i did prepare a script not like a huge ass script with like every single word and like every sentence and every paragraph written down but i do have more than a few headings written so if you're thinking that I should just record this, um, record the audio in parts, I'm used to recording it all at once. So if, so it just feels more realistic and like I'm actually having a conversation with someone and not just recording an advertisement. Um, so I'll, sl- I'll split this episode into a few parts. The introduction, talk about emotions and feelings, um, my personal experience and how to help yourself and how to help others during their anniversary so a suicide attempt anniversary is basically the anniversary of a suicide attempt um it's pretty self-explanatory so it could be a year or years or decades after um this is very different to an anniversary of a successful suicide um i will talk about that in like another episode so during an anniversary you might feel like a lot of different emotions some simpler ones and some quite easy to explain and others really hard and difficult to navigate around so everyone is different but what people don't really realize is how traumatic some of these attempts can be for a person some lasting like lifelong impacts and it hurts a lot for a lot of people so um people do like some people would not even realize it's their anniversary, while some others could dread that day and think about it a lot, and it's all fine. Um, some people might force their minds to forget it, but their bodies just won't. Sometimes that will lead to like flashbacks, panics, um, panic, anxiety, and nightmares, and all that. Out of all the situations and scenarios I just listed, it's very important that. You know that everything and anything you feel is valid, any, any feeling is valid. It does not minimize your trauma just if you don't remember it as much or if you don't feel or show your emotions. You can still feel confused, happy, ashamed, grateful, angry or, or scared or fearful all at the same time and just hide it all inside. And all that is valid too, but I do recommend you laying it all out and talking to someone. So as I promise, I'll talk about my experience now. Um, I don't have a lot of people that know about this. So this is the end of my script. So I'll just talk about it really naturally now. I apologize in advance if this episode is a bit longer than the other ones. So I have had more severe ones and some less. My first, um, I would consider it, consider it like my most severe one and because it was very planned out it was during the last um last few months of the school year a year ago I remembered this because it was the day before my 13th birthday it was the day before my 13th birthday and I just didn't really feel like I just don't feel the need to live anymore and just to not celebrate my birthday and at that point no one knew much about it about my life about what I was feeling and I actually didn't know that much about it either I was just a fucking lost asshole having no idea what I'm doing and I didn't know anything about myself or my mental health or my depression or anything I didn't even know it existed I was just completely lost so um I wrote messages and letters to myself that day in school like, I had emails written from my private account to my school account and back and forth just to encourage myself to do it. Um, I don't really remember what happened. It's still a little blurry for me. Um, I just remember, like, at 10 in the evening, I was just, like, thinking to myself, like, good, good night and saying good night to my mom and thinking, oh, that would be my last one. Does she have, like, any idea that that would be my last one? I remember like leaving school and like sticking I I sticked like a sticky note or like something in my locker and just saying goodbye to my friends and I remember that and I think I still haven't taken that note out of my locker I always want to but I never had the heart to take it out of my locker so it's still there. And I remember going to my last period and then saying bye and then saying have a good day and all that. And I'm just thinking, oh, do they know this would be like my last? Um, So it was really scary. And if you're wondering, I um, impulsively called a hotline at 11 in the evening and I talked and I talked and I talked. And the operator said, oh, happy birthday. It's 12 a.m and turns out I turned 13 and I was so tired and I held my phone and I fell asleep I don't even know what happened and it's actually really um it used to be really hard for me to talk about but now it's a little easier uh if I tell someone about it it's still really hard but then it's it's quite easy now I realize that if I'm talking to like a laptop and talking to my microphone so that's great it's not doesn't like stir up any emotions like it's just a bit but not a lot if I'm talking to a mic and not to someone in person so my second was also around those few months um, I think I had popped like 50 pills or something and passed out at night and I also had a few where I tried hanging and I think I tried dry drowning once so those ones for me were a lot less painful than the first one because the first one was planned out very well, the other ones were just like impulses and urges, and the planning was just for like a day or two, but the first one was planned out for like five or six months, so half a year and it was very weird, and it did hurt like it did really hurt through the whole six months, like planning at all um so. It's just really weird going from trying your best to live and then going to trying your best to die. It's a very weird feeling. It's like you're going through it all without even realizing it's go- you're going through it all and it's right in front of you. And it just feels so um, unrealistic everything. So I think I've had like around five attempts uh, going from the few months before school ends to, the, uh, to into the summer holidays and i'm not going to talk about why but i might consider it maybe for like a future episode um so i i think it's quite weird no one talks about the pain um when you're trying so hard to do it but you can't everyone's talking like how hard it is to um resist yourself and to not do it but it's very very hard it's very very hard to do it like it's very very difficult to die if you're if you've been in a similar position and you live in a city where fire lo- firearms are like not are like illegal it's very hard to find a painless way to die so um this is really weird and i've tried to talk about this but it has actually been quite difficult so this is my fifth or sixth time recording all this and i keep stuttering so and i keep saying um and so so I'm very sorry that for that. Um, so so back to the topic of suicide attempts, anniversaries, and how to help yourself. For me, because I mostly feel shame, anger, and some gratitude during my anniversaries of like anything or like mental health related or just major situations in my life. Um, I just like to write. I like to write a lot. Honestly writing is hard to start at first but it does get easier when you're really concentrated. Everything will just come naturally to you and you just flow with your writing and that feels wonderful so um, knowing that you're not writing for school and that grammar and spelling and vocab doesn't matter and you're just writing whatever comes to your fucking mind without having to lay out your points in the last analysis and that's great. I would also suggest like arts and sports. Um, sometimes you don't even have to actually try and shoot the ball um personally i love playing basketball it really takes my mind off things but sometimes when i'm really angry just throw the fucking ball like just throw it at a wall or kick it or something it doesn't matter do whatever to release your anger and um most people think that being outdoors and in nature helps and don't get me wrong, it really does, but staying indoors and gaming is a perfectly fine way to get your mind off things. And for me, I love gun games. There's no shame in that. And I love the sounds and also like puzzles and all that. Um, you can go play on your phone uh, uh, and game on like your Xbox or PlayStation or whatever. And don't feel bad for spending too much time if you're, feel- um, if you're feeling really down. Sometimes it does help does help and it really helps you through some of the worst days. So there are also methods to face your anniversary like really head-on. It would most likely like really hurt when you're doing it but it does feel a lot better afterwards and by that I mean like talking to someone about it, talking specifically about how you felt, crying about it, letting it all out. like talk and talk and talk about it and to talk even talk to yourself about it like what I said um in the first episode just talk to yourself go to mirror talk to yourself about it talk to your dog about it talk to your cat your turtles whatever and sometimes it's if it's possible it's great to just burn or throw um objects away related to your attempt I know some people like to keep their notes and all that I do that sometimes too, but I did end up crunching um, some up, breaking them into like really tiny pieces and shredding them into the bin. I also did give my rope away. I also had like a huge instruction sheet on what to do after I die. Um, I can talk more about that in a future episode, but I still have that sheet. So it really depends on what you think is best for you. You can keep it, you can get rid of it, and it's up to you. Okay, so now I talk about what you can do for other people struggling with their anniversary. Um, some people like to apologize and that's like saying, I'm sorry you went through all that, I hope you feel better. Or like, I'm sorry I wasn't there, I hope I could help you in the future. And some would just straight up offer help, like, please let me know if you would like help, tell me what what I can do to support you, and this is my number, call me whenever you want to. And some say like, I'm always here, blah, blah, blah. And some people are just really optimistic and happy and positive and they find the positive side. So they'll say like, I'm so glad you're still here. I don't know what I would do without you. You're so brave, blah, blah, blah. But be really careful with all of this because some people are really sensitive to words and it really hurts if you say the wrong words. And please, please, please avoid guilt shaming don't say, um, you made your parents very upset, didn't you think about them? Or like, you have so many friends and family, why did you do it? It doesn't help, it just hurts the person more and honestly it increases their chances of actually doing it. So please, please, please don't say that. It, it doesn't help, it really doesn't help if you, tell, if you tell them that they are like a disappointment or a disgrace to your family, it doesn't help and um sometimes you can ask them if they want to tell you more for me no one actually knew until like quite quite a while later when i got um admitted to the hospital and when i talked to my close friends and my therapist and all that but if anyone asked me i would have said no for the first few months and potential potentially like years but now i'm trying to open up and I, um, I did with my two closest friends. One of them also convinced me to do this podcast thing so I could practice sharing. And I think even though it might hurt to share and it's time consuming and it takes a lot of effort, but I think like this whole thing would ultimately be very rewarding. And even if I'm able to help one person that'd be very fun and I'd be very happy. So never, never, never panic when someone you someone you know is telling you about their attempts. However, there can be an exception, like it has happened to me before. If you seriously can't handle it and maybe because you're also a survivor of an attempt and in that case, you can talk about it. Um, sometimes it's very nice if you both share about it. Um, I've had that happen once and it was actually very, Very cool, it was very chill and and it went very well. It was just very easy to share because I felt like they could understand because they went through the same thing. So that's really, just really awesome having someone to share with. And I love that person so much. I always love having someone to share without them judging or criticizing me. So, especially with COVID and Zooms, the social interaction is very limited, so it's very, very important to always be present, always be present during your conversations. I've actually had someone tell me something very traumatic to me, and not about an attempt, but like something else, but my notifications were on. And I was getting tons of messages from someone else that I was going ding 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 in the in the middle of my conversation. I was like ding da, ding da, ding ding ding, and I was just so embarrassed. So, but don't panic. Don't like switch your tabs off, and they can see it in your face if you start panicking. So I just straight up said like, "Oh, I'm sorry about that. I'll sort that out." I turned it off and continued continued the conversation. So like it's it's very difficult because people might interrupt you halfway but please like just just use logic and to find the best way to not be distracted and to just not make them feel like you're ignoring them on purpose when they're putting themselves in like such a vulnerable position so um although it's improving there is still a degree of stigma surrounding suicide and like mental health and all that so it's really important to really really like listen to them and to not ignore them because they feel very exposed already and they would feel and they would just fear about being judged and disliked and especially if you're like a friend in school they don't want you to like tell the whole world about it so you really have to be a good friend at that point and if they're sharing it with you you're probably they probably already trust you quite a lot so you have to just keep that up it's great that they trust you so please don't betray them because trust is something very hard to gain and so it's just really important to just calm down remember their remember them um remind them they're just human and all their all their feelings are valid for me um I have this thing that when someone tells me something big, I would make them like um, WhatsApp stickers, you know, those um stickers you send. And that night I would make them a bunch, like a whole album, a whole set of stickers, and I would send them a bunch the next morning. And I'll send them uh, a few every day. And I don't know if that helps, but I love making those personalized, like custom WhatsApp stickers. And I found that a lot of people love them, so, a lot of people love having things uh, made specially for them so I think it's great and you can try it making stickers and it's fun for you and the person who receives them love love usually love them quite a lot too so um so I think that would be it for this episode um if any of you have any questions or need help or with something personal or just want to talk to me, it's fine. You can email me or find my contacts and submit a form with the message through my link tree. My link tree is in my Instagram. It's in the bio in my Instagram. So that should be easier. Um, I would try to reply as soon as possible. Usually that's within two days if I'm not too busy. Um, so I hope that helps. Thank you for listening. I hope you listen to my other episodes and I hope you have an awesome day. Bye.